For the first time, too, uh, on week 19, in front of a live studio audience. Wow. Oh, God, jeez. <laughs> Clearly our warm-up guy needs to be fired. This <laughs> <laughs> is really meant to be positive influence <laughs> on the show. Oh, God. <laughs> really Welcome. Flat now. Welcome, yeah. audience. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're not live in the studio with us, um, you're listening via uh, iTunes or if you're an Android through SoundCloud. Get involved in social media as well. We're at the Front Foot Podcast, Facebook the Front Foot Pod, Twitter the Front Foot Pod. If you just type in the Front Foot, I'm sure you will find us. Jordan Tunbridge is with us in a bit for some change room chat. He'll let us know what he's heard um, in those rooms. Uh, James is going to take me to task with Furfield Fact. I'm one for one, but I feel confident. I feel confident this week. I reckon I'm going to get you. You're one and one, you mean? Yeah, one oh, and one. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I think uh, you said one for one. I was like, well, we've done it twice. <laughs> so, um, And plus, I'm really looking forward to this week's, not who would you rather, but what would you rather. We'll get to that in a bit. Beer of the week this week is Carlsberg. And there's a story about this. I got a present today of a big bottle, 750ml bottle of Carlsberg. Oh, wow. Straight from the Carlsberg Brewery. Oh, nice. Yeah, it is. So are we cracking that open? It's actually got, it's a, got a cork instead of a, a, a lid. And it's got my name on it. So it's the Visit Carlsberg Limited Edition. And it's like 6%. And I can't wait. What, I don't know whether to drink it or lid. To... To deserve that, uh, someone I work with, I was filling in for him, and as a as a thank you, he he brought that back for me. Oh, next time you need someone to fill in, just let him know. I can I can help. But Carlsberg, a very underrated beer. Not yeah, this I love one. Carlsberg actually. It is great, and for some reason they're on special a lot, and you can get a slab for like forty bucks, and they just go down so easy. Mm. So they're going down pretty easy tonight. If you can grab a beer, uh, get yourself one, drink responsibly, preferably a Carlsberg. All right, let's hear it from the bandwagon bandit himself. What have you got for us? <laughs> uh, our mate Tiger Woods had a pretty good British Open. He's finished sixth, good tied for good. sixth, absolutely on the train. Uh, shame, he was in the lead as well on the last day, which would have been an amazing story. Unfortunately, he missed out. Uh, tied for sixth. Um, and then, really, the other stuff that we've got going on in terms of a bandwagon, I feel like we need to get a bit of, uh, whether it's from the fans out there on social media, who should we be following at the moment just before we get into finals? Because at the moment, it is it's not really too much going on. We did have a suggestion from you, from Sparky, for you to jump on the Tigers, which you did last week or the week before. Yep. And he, as soon as um, Sparky listened to last week's episode, he messaged us saying, thanks James for jumping on the Tigers bandwagon. Um, <laughs> they lost straight away against GWS. Now that was a couple of weeks ago, but that's when he did uh, listen. And, that uh, is my influence when yeah. uh, <laughs> jumping on bandwagon. The only other one of as well is obviously Danny Ricardo uh, had another did not finish. Yeah. Uh, which we will talk about a little bit later as well. So, um, but otherwise, obviously coming into finals time, the, I think the top three are almost set, but then from four to ninth, I think it's one game. Well, they're set is as in, you know, they're going to make the yeah, finals. Yeah, their yeah, position sorry. And yeah. But in turn, from fourth to ninth, anyone can drop out. Anyone can uh, jump back in. Um, it'll be a really interesting few weeks. Uh, what have we got? Five rounds to go now. Yep, so. it's heating up. Um, and as James said, if you've got a bandwagon you want us to jump on or that you're on, send us a message. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. The Front Foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. 
We're on Carlsberg tonight. That's our beer of the week in front of a live studio audience. (laughs) They're getting better. They're getting better, yeah. We love you, James. Okay, it's the last time we're going to have a live audience in here. This is going well. Uh, buy, swap, and sell my money. I am putting it straight on the Melbourne Storm. Back on top of the NRL ladder where they should be. And they're going back to back. It's a very tight season in the NRL. Probably the top four or five sides. Yep. But I just think they're playing the right football the right time of year. They've got some fresh bodies in Slater and Smith who didn't play much. And for Smith, any of the uh, state of origin, and they know how to do it. Oh, they yeah. know how to do it. Been there, done that. They yeah. are absolutely flying. And guess what? What? I was actually able to put money on them this weekend, and they won. It's the first time. That is so- We know. need a bigger round of applause Great weekend. Great weekend. Is that the first time that's ever happened for you, that you yeah. won a bet? With, oh, yeah, on, yeah, well, that as well. Uh, so I was pretty happy that they got over the line, uh, considering my Sunday. Mate, I am buying on Saturday afternoon footy. Now I okay. went along. I went along on Saturday afternoon at the G Collingwood. Uh, oh, North. yawn. Yes, but it was just good. It's just like that tradition. I really enjoyed it. And then this week we got a huge one. First versus third. Tigers Collingwood. You're going to have eighty or ninety thousand people rocking up. It's just the traditional that time slot. I just think it's, it's the best. Isn't yeah, it? it is. It is footy. I'm really looking forward to it this week. And um, yeah, I just thought it was something that we should really embrace. It's it's. And it's going to be bloody big game this week. As Touching well. on you finally winning a bet, actually, you owe me a six pack still. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because France won I the know, World Cup. I know. I didn't mention that in the bandwagon update deliberately. You've you've <laughs> you've also got a uh, another bet going, which it looks like you're going to lose, whether or not Andrew Luck will throw a ball ever in a in his career. I'm definitely going to win that one. You said he wasn't going to throw. No, I said he was going. He was. To. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then, sorry, that one you're going to win. I thought there's you had a the other slab, one. There's a slab on that one. Oh, yeah, you're bringing that one up. Maybe just give me a six-pack out of that slab. Yeah, we'll just wait until the start of the NFL season. Anyway, I'll be happy with Carlsberg, our beer of the week this week. I'm swapping Trump for one of our uh, front foot favourites, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Trump, obviously being the President of the United States... Still, that sounds weird. <laughs> As Zlatan, our lad, um, he's changing soccer over there in uh, America. As we do know, he recently signed, recently, this you know past 12 months, with the LA Galaxy. And he's dominating. I think he's kicked 12 goals in 15 games. Uh, when asked how he had changed American soccer culture, he replied, I don't know if I changed it. I just keep doing my job. They're lucky I didn't come 10 years ago because I would be the president today. <laughs> you get voted in. <laughs> he absolutely would. He would be doing a lot. But actually, whose ego would be better, Zlatan or Trump? Oh, that's, that is a good question. I'm not sure. I reckon Zlatan would would probably he backs just... it up with like a, a a cheeky grin yeah and with form too <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> actually doing things yeah. um I, yeah I reckon I go for Zlatan yeah Zlatan yeah, mate I am swapping Red Bull for Ferrari Danny Ricardo I reckon it's every second week it's like oh I didn't finish mm. didn't finish he's got two wins this year. Uh, already, and I think we're about halfway through the F1 season, but he just needs to leave Red Bull. Like, move on, needs to go to a proper team where he can actually have a chance of winning a championship. By the way, did you see how in the qualifiers, uh, Hamilton crashed, or sorry, he had a malfunction with his gear, 
and uh, went off the course. He had to push his own F1 No, I did not see that, did he? He's, got, he's <laughs> one of the biggest sporting people in the world. <laughs> And he's got to push his own F1 yeah, car he, off the track. That's what he needs to get out. He needs to go to Mercedes or Ferrari and just change it up because he's too good a driver. Yeah, about, be, yeah. everyone says how yeah, talented Ricardo yeah, is. Yeah, and that if he had a proper car, he'd be dominating. But um, no, I just, I don't, just for him, as an Aussie, we really want him to, to succeed. So, mate, make the change and swap over. I started on this episode one of the Front Foot podcast and gave uh, Collingwood a fair decent whack. They've shut me up in some regards. It turns out Buckley can coach. Uh, Mason third. Mason Cox can play. But I'm still selling selling Collingwood. I'm selling Collingwood Jeez. because I think everybody's far too excited. I reckon Richmond are going to just hand them a little lesson this coming Saturday. Collingwood have beaten one top eight side. Yeah, that's true. And it was when it was Melbourne, and when Melbourne were going through that f- horrible form slump, and they've got a tough run to come. I don't reckon they'll finish top four. They're yeah. going to finish probably around sixth. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying right now. If they knock off Richmond. They've got okay. If they knock off Richmond, then I might reconsider and <laughs> and hand Ben Fridgey a formal apology. <laughs> yeah, who a written us, formal apology? Who pulled us up on it? And um, but they've got Richmond, they've got Sydney in Sydney, and they've got someone else um, sure as well. There's a third one in there. I think it's they really GWS. Oh, okay. There's five games to go. Three very losable games. Mind you, how about Sydney losing? And yeah. Oh. oh my god, that was incredible. I tell you what, I, I'm just saying they I, got Port Adelaide. Don't get Collingwood. Yes, there you go. Round twenty-two. So I'm just saying, don't get too excited just yet. Fair enough, mate. I'm selling on the German national team. Yeah. Mazut Ozil. Of course. Came out overnight and retired at the age of 29 because he felt he was being, uh, that the German president of the National Federation was basically being racist towards him. Okay. Okay. So he, so Mazut Ozil, he's got a Turkish background and he, there's a photo during the World Cup where he met the president of Turkey mm. um, and, you know, just being a nice guy, got a photo and basically got blasted for it on social media, calling him a traitor. This is a bloke who is a World Cup winner for Germany, uh, has been playing for Germany, his national team for 10 years, has been voted their five, their player of the year five times in the last 10 years. And he's retired at the age of 29 over racism. Like, that's ridiculous that's in this fun, day, and, yeah. day and age. Like, so I'm absolutely off the Germans, um, which after their World Cup performance. Sorry, as can, well, I, can I ask, were you ever on the Germans? Probably not, but <laughs> not throughout history, not many people have been, to be Ooh. fair. <laughs> uh, but, just, just letting you know, we try to keep things nice and light here. <laughs> yeah, it's not a political show. <laughs> yeah. But no, in terms of the sport, like racism has absolutely no place. So I'm absolutely off them for a while. The Front Foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. Greeny comes in and just goes absolutely whack to the Germans. Um, I'm about to go whack to a different team that he feels a bit fondly about. Jordan Tunbridge with some change room chat in just a little bit. Get involved on social media. We are the Front Foot Podcast. So we do Who Would You Rather? This week I thought we might just change it a fraction to What Would You Rather? What would you rather do than watch Carlton play football? This is not fair. They are probably... You've, you're the one that brought it up to me. They're probably the worst side that's ever played. This season's it's not fun. Carlton. It's not fun being a, 
supporter. And <laughs> the last two times I've been to watch Carlton at Etihad, they've scored a total of 15 first half points in the two games. That's four quarters of footy. That's a full game, so, f- 15 points, seven in the first half against Freo and eight on Sunday. So this came... And I was sitting there just like, wow. This came into my head because I because th- you went there and I thought, why would you want to go? Why? Because I'm a keen lover of Carlton. You go there hoping. It's like when your side's down by seven goals with six minutes to go. You're like, could this be one of those amazing comebacks that you know you talk about? <laughs> There's always that bit of hope. So I thought, what would you rather do than watch Carlton? Now, we've got five each. I'm going to kick things off with my first one. Okay. Oh, you five each? I've got one. Oh. I'd rather be at the bar because <laughs> that's generally what I do when I go to Carlton games anyway. All so. right. Well, I'm going to give you mine. <laughs> Um, then watch Carlton. I would much rather mow the lawn. Okay. I love mowing the lawn. <laughs> it's therapeutic. I get dirty. Sometimes I miss the old uh, puppy grenade and go over that, but I would still rather experience that than watch Carlton. <laughs> Next. I would much prefer, and this is something I did recently for the second time in my life, go shopping at Ikea. I have an absolute phobia of that joint. It gives me anxiety when I step in there. It just is far too overwhelming. But I would happily go there on a Saturday afternoon instead of watch Carlton. That's poor from you. I'm the one that's poor. I would much prefer to drink light beer. No, too far. You can't say that. I I knew this one would cut you absolutely deep. Drinking light beer is as pointless as... Carlton playing AFL footy. Carlton playing <laughs> AFL footy. Injuries, mate. It's injuries. It's, it's, <laughs> no, I'm not getting into this. I'm very upset. I've, this is ridiculous. I've been put on the spot. I'm going to ask Jordan <laughs> in a minute when we come to him what he would rather do than watch Carlton. Um, I reckon he might have a couple up his sleeve. Um, instead of watching Carlton, I would much prefer skip summer and just have another six months of uh, winter. No. <laughs> Poor next. So that's so that's skipping barbecues and beers in the sun and you backyard cricket at the beach. There is no way that you. That's would do how that. painful it is watching Carlton. Don't even get me started if it's on a Friday night. And lastly, <laughs> probably my favourite, something I would much prefer do than watch Carlton play, is watch you play cricket. Oh, oh. that's mean. Oh. That's very mean. Oh. <laughs> uh. Cracking game, cracking round this week. And it's, of what? And it's Carlton Gold Coast on Saturday you night. You guys got to get pairs by 120 <laughs> points by the second worst team in AFL history. Is there anything else you'd rather do than watch Carlton? No. This is the front foot. Oh. We should rename that segment the Carlton bashing segment rather than... What would you rather do? <laughs> that you, was unfair. If you've got something you would rather do than watch Carlton, let us know on social media. Um, hopefully, instead of watching Carlton play, you're having a beer, maybe a Carlsberg, which is our beer of the week. <laughs> Joining us back in the studio for some change room chat, Jordan Tunbridge, what would you rather do than watch Carlton play? I would rather rip off my toenails with pliers yeah. than watch Carlton yeah, play. There is. Good lad. <laughs> I knew, I knew he would come through strong, and we do have um, a live studio audience, by the way, Jordan. I think I backed them round one, and I haven't enjoyed watching oh, them ever since. Gosh. That first quarter was encouraging. Do you remember they played against Richmond? Yes. 
Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. Would they kick five or six in a row? Yeah, yeah. something like that. And I thought we were five. against the reigning premiers. I thought we we're in for an absolute feast. They've literally done nothing since. Literally, Paddy Cripps's shoulders are sore and body's banged Here up. Here we go. Yeah. Turn it up. He can't do it all. He can't do it all. <laughs> the blues bashing continues. <laughs> all right, buddy, what have you got? Okay, well, I love keeping track of AFL players when they finish their careers. At the highest level, many of them tend to continue playing at suburban level, often getting a hefty paycheck for their services. Now, as a Melbourne fan, I take particular interest in former D's players, and one of my favourites as a kid, had an absolute day out on Saturday. Russell Robertson, famous for his high-flying marks, sneaky goals, turns 40 in a couple of months. Improved age is only a number. He dobbed 15 goals <laughs> for the Doveton Eagles in Division 2 of the Southern Football Netball League on Saturday. Even he beat Carlton. <laughs> and he's 40. 15, that's ridiculous. I don't know what that says about his ability or the competition he's playing oh. It's yeah. probably the competition. Surely. Division two, but they pro- they play f- they probably play football as well as he plays guitar. Oh, he's pretty good. I was I gonna know, say but- that is a whack. I wonder if, <laughs> if But I so I think he takes that a bit too seriously. Have you seen him try and release a few singles and stuff? It's like, mate, like nah, it's, he, it's a good I, hobby. He's good. I wonder if that's part of the deal when he signed on to play with Doveton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you have a day out on the footy field and then you're playing the post-game function, whip out the guitar, having a crack. He's rewriting the uh, club song, apparently. Yeah. Well. Oh, good. Oh, come on. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> bit far. Uh, but, yeah, do any names spring to mind of f- players that have finished up their careers and just dominate at suburban level? Fev did it for a while. Oh, he still does it. Does he? Yeah, or he gets paid to go to clubs and yeah. win them he, the game. He's a gun for hire, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you would. You'd take a... I don't, I'd imagine it'd be a few grand, I would have thought. Well, think about a very fit 28-year-old Cirrioli that's going up to uh, Northern oh, yeah. Territory playing yeah, yeah. for St. Mary's. Yeah. 15, he'll do that in a quarter. Well, another one uh, who's actually still playing, Gary Moorcroft. Remember that name? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 41 years old. Where's he playing? Uh, he's still turning out for the Bandura Bulls oh, yeah. and in then, the um, Northern Footy League. Uh, Brent Harvey. He's playing yes. for, is it Heidelberg or? North Heidelberg. Yeah. On that, his brother Shane Harvey, who played for Essendon and North Melbourne, yeah. he kicked his 900th goal for North Heidelberg at the weekend. Wow. Not for the year. No. So, I was going to say. Richard. No, not for the year. How long have you been watching for? <laughs> yeah, Are you serious? I know some blokes do it. Oh. No, he's been playing for the North Heidelberg side since his AFL days wrapped up. He didn't play too many games, but um, yeah, he's 900. certainly got it. It's the ilk of Lance Franklin. Now, now we do like to take care of all types here on the front foot, including the animals, Jordan. That's right. And footy fans watching the Collingwood versus North Melbourne game at the MCG on Saturday might have noticed a very strange and unfortunate incident involving an animal. Pies skipper Scott Pendlebury was bursting through the middle when he went to take a bounce only to send the ball into a pigeon as it was flying past. (laughs) Remarkably, the ball did bounce back up to Pendlebury and he carried on as if nothing had happened. The bird, on the other hand, seemed to be a bit rattled. Now let's take a listen to see how the 3AW footy team responded to this incident. Well, we've seen Pendlebury <laughs> bouncing off a pigeon. Yeah, that's a, a good trip. Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> the got... He did. He, he bounced did. it over, and he's got concussion protocol. The yeah, he's, he's off the field. <laughs> Jimmy Bartel comes up with some absolute pearls, by the way. <laughs> Correct. Now I can report that that little grey pigeon was tracked throughout the game. Uh, copped a heavy tag from the cameras 
if you will. <laughs> Doesn't appear to have suffered any long-term injuries. No surgery required, but he underwent concussion testing as a precaution. <laughs> now, this isn't the first time, though, that an, an AFL game has been interrupted by an animal. A few sprung to mind. Here are a few famous cases that I thought of earlier. Oh, there's a cat, a black cat. Look out. There's a cat on the deck. Shit, whiz. It's the local resident. We've had an intruder on the ground after the bet's goal. Oh, there's a pig on the ground. <laughs> there is a pig at full forward. Oh, he's on a lead. He's on a lead. <laughs> Get the runner out there and pick uh, up the pig. Three points Australia. <laughs> there's a dog on the ground. It's got everything. There's a dog out on the ground as well. Can you believe this? Oh. Oh, look at the dog dashing along. I remember the, the dog on the field in Ireland. That was great. And he just kept on chasing the ball. <laughs> I don't right. remember the black cat. I don't remember the cat either. In the Eddie Betts pocket at Adelaide Oval. Oh, went must obviously in the last few years. Yeah, yeah. It just um, dashed on the field and... Oh. Quick hit run oh. mission and then got out of there. The only other one that I, that springs to mind was earlier this year a bald eagle uh, at the baseball over in the states landed on a player's shoulder. I think it was like wow. pre-game and it was meant to like you know go back to the keeper, whatever they call them. <laughs> I don't think there's um, goalkeepers in. Baseball. No, like you baseball. know they, I don't baseball. know what they're called. Uh, anyway, and it flew and landed on his shoulder and the players just like standing there. And just, you wouldn't want to move. Oh no, he was just frozen. And looking at other sports, I remember. A seagull picked up a golf ball which had landed on the green, <laughs> removed it, flew away, dropped it in the water, whatever. That is good. That is very good. Uh, what have you got to finish up? A bit more bad news for Carlton. Oh, you might have heard me a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> if you're following the Front Foot podcast, I touched on uh, the Carlton Footy Club Guernsey. Now, oh, yes. They this, wanted to bring in another colour. That's right. They wanted to add another colour to that Guernsey. Uh, Carlton said no. Um, instead, they went with the alternate pyjama strip, the that ugly grey thing we see every few weeks. But uh, anyway, I'm hearing, this is very early days, that there will in fact be another colour added to the alternate strip. What do you think of that? What colour is it? Uh, maybe an orange. Uh, orange? Oh, don't they? Where would the orange, orange be? Orange rings a bell for something. Well, but... like instead of the grey or... We'll just have to wait and see. It's early stages, but I know it's going to be an extra colour on there. Oh. Wow. Okay. Interesting. The navy blues and orange. (laughs) (laughs) Your mob is falling apart. (laughs) This is The Front Foot with Richard Stansbury and James Green. Is this just a solo for you, mate, or is this a new segment that's not been put down on the sheet? Uh, stands as solo. <laughs> I like that. Maybe we'll do that next week. Uh, beer of the week this week is Carlsberg, um, but one of our favourites, absolute stalwarts, is Furphy, and it's time for Furphy or Fact. James, what do you have for myself and Jordan Tunbridge? Alrighty, so during the week, Gary Ablett Jr. announced that he will be having a, uh, well, his wife will be having a baby. So that got me thinking, three generations. How many, because I'm not sure if it's a boy or not, but just got me thinking, how many players have been the third generation of their family? So Silvani comes to mind. 
Wait, Sergio. how's this for your fact? Oh, just hold on. Okay. Well, jeez, taking his time. Mate, this is my segment now. <laughs> for your facts. It's not about you, mate. For your fact, thing. there are 14 families that have had three generations oh. play AFL VFL footy. 14. Jeez, this is some good research by you once again. What do you oh. reckon? I reckon that's uh, I reckon that's too many. I can't even think of a second one. Do any spring to your mind for you? Uh, I'm thinking Kennedy's. Correct. Oh, of course. Uh, that's a big da- one. Danaher's? No. No. Oh, I've got 15 Langford's? seconds. Langford's? No. No? Okay. That was two. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm thinking... Oh, yeah, you got the Sylvanis, you got the Ablets. I'm thinking Furphy. I'm going to say Furphy. That just... I it seems heard more too many. It. Yeah. Oh, God. He's got that smirk on his face. <laughs> It's a fact. Oh, oh he's got us. So, Silvani, Kennedy, Mark Murphy is the third one. Uh, Hawkins, which I didn't know. I just knew his dad. Um, the Reeds, Sam and Ben. The Herds. Uh, the Bulls, which I don't know. The Bulls slash Russos, it says here. Cordners, Edwards, Grahams, Matthews, Gowers, Grimleys, Hallahans. He's 14. I think someone's lending you a furphy. Mate, No. Plenty of research went into that. Oh, good job. Fact. Bang. Yeah, all right. One and two, mate. Yeah, yeah, all right. Maybe it was a bit <laughs> harder than I thought it was. Uh, we're the Front Foot Podcast. Get in touch on social media. Just find the Front Foot Podcast, funnily enough. Uh, Jordan, thank you very much. A fine form. What was it? You'd rather rip off your toenails with some pliers instead of watching Carlton? <laughs> that was a bit excessive. <laughs> hey, hey, it's true. It is true, though. They are that bad. Let's see if you can get a win against Gold Coast this week. Let's just see if you can get a win at all, James. That'd be nice for you. Um, I think I'll have Furphy six-pack, please, next week for our World Cup bet. Otherwise, uh, we are the Front Foot Podcast. Beer of the Week, Carlsberg. Grab yourself some.